Awesome. So what's up, guys? And welcome back to In Conversation. This is going to be episode three or four. <laughs> One of those we haven't decided yet, but I'm here with Fran. Um, so you can go ahead and introduce yourself for, I guess, those who don't know you and, and what you do, and then we'll start talking. My name is Fran or Francis Baker. I'm an independent artist um, currently in Boston, but I'm from Nashville. Sweet, sweet. So yeah, honestly, like just to get into things, like when I had mentioned this idea to you, it was talking about like what we were going through. And I think at the time when I mentioned everything was obviously more heightened than it is now. So how was, how was everything up to this point right now? Like that's kind of a big question, but I think for all of us, we experienced it so different and having you go back down to Nashville, like how was that when this whole thing started and like to where you are right now? So obviously everyone's life has changed a lot since the beginning of the pandemic, just because it's been like eight months, has it? Yeah, literally. It's been a while. So when the pandemic started, I was living in a house in Boston with a bunch of other people. And I just went back home because I needed... I just thought it would be nice to be home in the middle of the pandemic and I had a lot of things to process so at the beginning of the pandemic I just like I don't know it was very chaotic because you you like I had to leave my boyfriend and all that stuff and you don't know when you're gonna see them again really so that was kind of hard for me and um and then in May, I actually came back up to Boston and stayed with a friend and worked as a cake decorator, worked decorating cakes in a bakery. No, no way. That's so cool. <laughs> and I got, when I was home, I got really into um, doing digital art. Like I draw a lot. So I started um, using Photoshop and like turning my drawings into scans and then coloring them. And um like I even started getting a little into animation and I just started watching a lot of tutorials on how to do random things. And then, um, yeah, then I came back to Boston for a while and just worked and saved up some money. And, um, and then, and then in, um, then August, I went back home to Nashville, um, and that was really nice. And I actually, like, when I got back to Nashville, I decided that I really wanted to set myself up to get back into music more and write out sheet music and stuff so that if I wanted to play with a band, I could just give them my, I'm sorry for all the noise, let me. Let me... No, you're good. Honestly, like from my point of view, I can't even really hear it that well, so it's all good. Okay. Um. So at the beginning, so, okay, sorry. In August, I started like making sheet music for songs and getting music together because I had kind of been taking a break from music for a long time. And I ended up making a song um, that was like not like any song I had really ever made before. It was, mm -hmm. so before I had always either just sang and played guitar or had a band help me. And this, I like wrote out all the parts. I wrote out drums and piano and bass. And 
I put it into a digital audio workspace. I put it into GarageBand <laughs> and um, like changed up the instruments. And I ended up making a song that I I showed my family and they were like, Francis, like finally a song that's not super sad and slow. And, <laughs> um, so I, I went to my friend, Sean, who lives in Nashville and had him help me with um mixing it and adding um other parts to it and he just like I got Ableton and he has been teaching me how to use it and since then I have actually started working on an EP that is um that I'm really really happy with I've never made anything that sounds like this before it's very um like it's just kind of consumed me for the past few months I I like I'm having a hard time focusing on anything else, especially with school being online. I've just been, I've just been working on music a bunch and I've, I feel really energized. Like having the space of the pandemic has allowed me to think about a lot of things. And in it, I realized before I even started on this project, how important making music was to me and how fulfilling it was. And this project has been um, insanely fulfilling because I've never, I've never seen a song through all the way to the end. I've, I've always just stopped at writing it, like mm -hmm. with guitar and voice. And this is the first time I'm like guitar, voice, all the instruments, and then like fully seeing it through to being mixing and mastered. So that's what I've been up to. And I, I live in a new place in Boston with four foster cats and some roommates. <laughs> so that's, that's amazing really though. Nice too. Yeah, no, it's so good. And it's like, honestly, like I was talking to somebody else the other day. I've, I've been lucky enough that like with the radio station and, and being a part of it, you know, we had like our whole thing with college radio. So like we had a whole like almost two months where we were just like gaining content and stuff with people. And it was so rewarding because I got to talk to so many artists about their experience with like, obviously being in the pandemic and like, how that's affected them. And I mean, even myself, it's, we, we kind of retrospect a lot. And, and one of the things that I have noticed, and I'm honestly like so proud of my friends and a lot of the artists with is so many of the projects that they've released, if not all of them this year have been so much more personal than like ever before. Mm -hmm. And that's been so awesome and rewarding because like, I mean, even big artists, like there's people that have come out about, you know, changing almost their entire aesthetic. And it's just a sound that they never thought they might have done or could do and they are right now and it sounds great and yeah I mean like congratulations on the song because I know you released it and it was no, a lot I different haven't. yeah and it was so yeah. different from what you've done and honestly it was so cool no I haven't released it yet or not not that one the one that you did the other day mm -mm, it's not out that song actually is or is that an old one that you did it's an old one that I re-released what's coming okay okay is very Different from even that. So if that surprised you. Wait, I'm so excited. Oh my gosh. Okay. I was under the impression. I don't know what, what the hell was I thinking? Cause like when you released the song the other day with everybody posting, I was like, oh my God, Fran has a new song, but I guess I just never focused on like the, the track list of it or like the, the name of the song. Well, I um, think like, I just, I was surprised people, I'm surprised people shared it as much as they did just cause it, I guess it's because I had a new cover and a new name on it, but mm -hmm. I re-released that one because I had a really nice music video for that. And 
and now I'm releasing music under Francis Baker, which I yeah. know, like, I'm done changing my name. <laughs> I just, yeah. I've always been afraid to release music under my own name because I've never honestly felt like it was good enough or, like, I wanted my name behind it. It just felt really vulnerable for me, and I thought that was a nice ground, like, a nice song to put out first so I can organize all my pages and mm. re reopen up that music video, but the stuff that's coming is is different than that i'm I so excited that you listened to that song that's so good yeah literally because yeah when i was when i was looking at it and i was listening to it i guess a lot of it too is the fact that you did release it under francis baker because mm -hmm. you had it before the the artist that you were releasing it under was miss crazy bones correct yes yeah but that's so awesome that you came to the conclusion that you wanted to like start releasing it more personal like under your own name that's really cool i've had um I've had a lot of time during this quarantine to address things that I didn't even know I needed to address, like mm -hmm. fears that I had as an artist and fears that I had within me. Like before I started seriously recording the EP that I'm working on, I remember like being in the kitchen with my parents and I like started crying and they were like, what? And I was like, do you guys think I should like actually make music? Like I should actually like put out music and they were like we, like obviously Francis we've been you go to music school we've been paying for music lessons yeah literally like what are you even talking about and I think I just like I didn't I didn't realize like um I've just learned a lot like I've learned a lot about how how your your journey as an artist is your journey as an artist like every single artist has their own journey and other people and their journeys don't affect that at all. Mm -hmm. Like I, I realized that I have to, um, I have to just like, it's so funny. Cause with, with other things I'm, I'm fine with, I'm fine with falling while learning. Like I mountain bike, I like, like, and when I was, when I mountain bike, like as a kid, when I first started getting into it, I would just, go crazy like I would go crazy my friends and I would mountain bike at summer camp and we would be like flying off of our bikes like falling over our handlebars and like like we would bike in a line and if you fell the person like my friend and I were always at the line and if one of us fell and the other passed we would always be like haha and then like catch up and just go back and forth and like I think musically I've never I've never put myself out there enough to fall on my face and I'm I'm getting over that and realizing like it doesn't matter as long as you're making something and as long yeah. as you're learning and um so I'm I'm really excited I've been really nervous about it um but I'm getting over that and yeah I think the the pandemic really just opened like open my brain <laughs> about yeah. my like things that I, I just didn't even let myself think about like I never even because I I'm a I'm good at singing like mm -hmm. I you know and it's like I think I always was just like oh well like just sing and play the guitar and if my voice sounds pretty like it's fine yeah like and I I, I wrote songs I was proud of like I had doing it but I don't think I ever like I was always afraid to produce. I was always afraid to have like not live instruments on my songs. I was afraid, like, I just never let my myself 
step out of my comfort zone and and try stuff out and so and now i'm putting my name on it because it's my stuff i'm like i'm producing it and singing on it and um and if i'm gonna fall it's gonna like it's gonna be under my name like if it sucks it's still gonna be under my name because i put a lot of effort into it yeah and it's growth and like that's that's literally what i was getting at before is just the fact that like even with people and like me and ava kind of talked about this when i had a conversation with her and like me and dre even covered it was like within this year it's crazy how much we've slowed down but also been forced to kind of spend time with ourselves like as weird as that kind of sounds it's like i mean for a while there when quarantine first started like i was not seeing anybody like I was by myself, like I was figuring my own stuff out and I was surviving in the classes that I had. Like it was a full transition, especially for you guys, like at a music school. And I covered that. Like I asked Ava about it is, you know, I had two classes that were hands-on. Like I had one that was a documentary class. I had one that was a film photography class and immediately being pulled out of, out of that environment with like no equipment and stuff. Like, I mean, I look at my, my film photography class, like, you know, I don't, look at myself necessarily as a photographer it's just something that I love to do but I remember taking that class and like I had shot digital for a long time like you know literally until 2018 I was doing digital and then I did film for about two years and like I hated it like I hated digital I didn't want to be a part of it and then you know obviously when the pandemic happened we were taken out of being able to use the darkroom and being able to use these film cameras and put in an environment where we had to use digital again and like it was awesome because in a way, like it opened my mind to the fact that it's not that I ever hated digital. I was just not at the point where I was producing the work that I wanted to as an artist and I wasn't happy with it. So it's like same kind of correlation with the feeling of like, you know, when I was at home, like I was my only subject and like, yeah, like for the people who follow me on Instagram now, like I guess at first glance wouldn't necessarily think, Oh, she's uncomfortable in front of the camera, but it's like for a long time in my life, up till, I mean, even now there's a, there's sometimes where, you know, I don't like being in front of the camera or I don't feel comfortable. And it's like, that's one thing that getting back into digital really taught me this, this spring is like, I was my only subject, you know, like I had my parents, but like all the projects that we had to do, like, I couldn't really go out and take pictures of other people. And it helped me a lot in a way too. Like this year helped me a lot with self-love in a lot of different aspects, but like, you know, it was just me and my camera. Like I had to make my own backdrops. I had to go do these things. And it was so eye-opening because it allowed me to look at myself in different perspectives. And like, I mean, perspectives, perspectives as in like, you know, I had for so long, I was just taking certain photos of myself. Whereas now, like I was given the opportunity to be creative. So like, that was so interesting to mess with lighting and mess with certain things and and kind of come to this realization that it's not that I'm uncomfortable in front of the camera. I just wasn't seeing myself how I wanted to. And it was crazy. That whole culmination of of where I'm at now is like um, when quarantine started and, you know, I was getting towards the end of school and I knew that I wasn't going to have to take this class anymore. And I wasn't necessarily going to have to take photos or do projects anymore. Um, It was interesting because then I kind of shifted my focus instead of taking pictures of me. Like I knew that this was like a once in a lifetime kind of thing. Like we were not going to have this much time with our parents. We were not going to have this much time at home ever again, especially at my age, like graduating. And so I took my camera before I got my new one and I just started documenting everything. And like, 
for so long, like even when I came to Boston in, in the spring and hung out with you and Sarah and everybody, I had my film camera and I was capturing moments, I guess you would say, but I didn't really understand what that meant until I was put in a situation where that's all I could really do. And so that's literally all of what I produced throughout the summer. And I realized how much I loved it. Like I was taking videos, I was just taking pictures of things. And honestly, it's like my favorite work that I've ever done because that's the reason I do photography is it's like, I want to take pictures of people. I want to take pictures of things and moments and whatever to reminisce and remember and to be able to have that moment in time frozen forever. And it's like, I have just, I have this obsession with just getting older and having all of these memories in front of me in, in some way. Like, I don't know if that's entirely healthy, but it's like, you know, that's been one of the proudest feelings is I, I look back at, you know, my work that I took this summer and how many fleeting moments, I guess. Like, I mean, March feels like a lifetime away, even if it feels like it was yesterday. Like that kind of sounds strange, but it was so far. I mean, what, it's almost been like eight months, but it still feels like we're kind of stuck in that in a way. Mm -hmm. And to think about how much has gone on and how much life that I've lived that honestly, if I wouldn't have documented, I probably would have just been like, what even happened? is is crazy and i think that's the coolest thing to look back on is and, and why i started doing those photo journals on instagram is because i want to start documenting like my days and documenting months of mine and life lately like that's literally what i named it and yeah like i think another thing is is i finally decided on like a project that i want to release in like april or march of next year and like I think as artists and like you as a musician and people who do photography or whatever, we kind of struggle with, you know, when we want to release an album or when we want to release a project, because, you know, especially as a musician, like you always go back and want to change things or tweak things or whatever. And does it sound right? And whatever. So it's like with me and I, I kind of covered this with Ava, I came to a realization, like I was in Texas. Oh God, probably like, a month and a half ago and I went down for my cousin's wedding and it was such a strange moment in my life because I was going down to go to my cousin's wedding and as much as I wanted to call them family like they were people that had lived so far from me my entire life and they were rather just strangers to me mm -hmm. and so when I was on the plane I mean it was the first time I was on a plane and and literally almost a year and it was crazy because like I had this feeling of knowing I was going to Texas and I was sitting there on the on the in this in the seat and I couldn't help but notice the feeling of like I'm so excited to leave home and like I know that I've always felt that because like I know that I, I don't want to live in Jersey but it's it was that feeling of leaving and the adrenaline of knowing that I was going somewhere that was unfamiliar and you know, I had a very emotional weekend because it was so strange for me to finally be at the point in my life to build those relationships with people that I hadn't for so long. And on my way home, it was kind of sad because I was like, you know, Jersey to me, even though I have some kind of respect for it, I know my family and friends are there. Like, I don't necessarily view it as home. And I do and I don't, I guess. But it was so strange that, you know, I was going back to somewhere so familiar, but nowhere else seemed so intimidating. 
And as I was sitting on the plane ride home at like seven in the morning, I had this, like, I hate to say revelation, but I had this revelation of finally realizing that, you know, I'm acknowledging the fact that I I want to travel and I don't want to be at home. But for the first time in my life, I accepted the fact that who I'm with, what I'm doing and where I'm at in life is who I'm supposed to be with, where I'm supposed to be and what I'm supposed to be doing. And that was something that I never thought that I was going to be able to admit to myself in this lifetime, because as people, we always want more. We always want to be somewhere else. We always want to be with other people. And it's like to finally admit to myself that like the things that I want and the things that I yearn for and places I want to go and people I want to be with will happen when they're supposed to was so comforting. Mm -hmm. And so that led me into like the project that (laughs) I'll message you about privately just because I haven't really released too much about it, but it's going to be a photo series and it's going to be an instrumental EP to go with it as well. And I'm totally winging it with the music thing, but <laughs> um, yeah, I'll send you, I'll, I'll send it to you privately. Cause I know like it'll offer more explanation. You'll understand it, but yeah, that's like kind of where I've been at now is, is having that realization. And I feel like for the first time in my life, I am honestly the most present that I've really ever been. Mm-hmm. Um with the people that I'm with and what I'm doing and being able to be present in those moments. Like I went to dinner last night with one of my friends and like, I guess the two words that I would really use are like, I'm comfortable and I'm content. And like a lot of people would kind of view that as like, you're comfortable. Like you don't want more for yourself, blah, blah, blah. But it's like, it's not that I don't want more for myself, but in this moment, I don't want to be anywhere else. I don't want to be with somebody else. Like I'm, talking to you or I'm, I'm having dinner with you and like I want to soak this up because oh my gosh like six months from now three years from now like I'm gonna look back and be like damn I miss having dinner and I miss doing that kind of stuff because for so long in my life I was never present I was always trying to escape the reality that I was in and I used music to try to do that mm-hmm. um, and and now it's kind of the opposite You know, I don't walk around with like a headphone in my ear all the time trying to escape from who I'm with or what I'm doing. It's more of like, no, let me put that away. Like, let's talk for a while. You know what I mean? So, yeah, I guess personally, like that's where I've been at lately. And I'm grateful for that. Um, And I'm grateful that I've kind of come to that realization because I feel like it's benefited me a lot in the sense that my life has felt like it's gotten a little bit lighter. Um, I guess I don't put so much pressure on myself as I used to. Um, Always feeling like I needed to be somewhere else or doing something when I realized that everybody's timing is different and we all get dealt different cards. Mm -hmm. Um, And when your card to move out is dealt to you, it'll happen when it's supposed to, or when you're supposed to release an album or something. So yeah. So, I mean, that's, that's definitely where I've been at a, a lot. Um, and, and being home for such a long time was extremely beneficial. Um, especially cause you know, we're, we're getting rid of my childhood home at some point and it's just like, 
it was that realization of the fact that this time that I got this summer was not going to happen again. And mm-hmm. like it started to soak in and I enjoyed it so much more because of that. So everything uh, you said um, resonates with me a lot because that is something I've, I've really experienced even more recently. I've, dived deep into that because I recently went home for a little bit and before that I was feeling very um like I was taking on other people's um I don't really know how to word it like I feel like okay (laughs) I really um Okay, I'm so sorry. You have to take control of your mentality and your mindset, and that is 100% your responsibility. For a long time, I think I, like, blamed environments for pressures or, like, because we live with social media and and just so much um, stuff in your face all the time. Mm-hmm. And, like, in a time where, yeah, it's like, oh, you're sitting still? Well, you must, like not have the drive to get farther oh you're comfortable like and that like I definitely feel like I have realized recently that I you can say like I don't agree like at least I don't agree with any of that because I think it is so important to be to be present in what you're doing and where you're at and then because if you're not enjoying yourself now how do you expect yourself to even know how to enjoy yourself where you're where you think you want to be? You can't like you have to take what's dealt to you and understand that everyone has different circumstances and different advantages and different disadvantages. And something I've really, really felt on my heart recently is that I am I am insanely, insanely grateful and I feel so much gratitude towards the fact that I have everything I have, the fact that I can go to school for what I want to go to school for, and I am afforded the opportunity to do what I want. Like, the fact that I get to even delve so much into creating music is a blessing in itself, and, like, the fact that I'm afforded the opportunity to work on music and be around people who can encourage that is in my eyes, like an insane blessing that I, um, I feel very, very grateful for. And as long as wherever I'm at, I'm putting an effort to make something that's beautiful and as beautiful as it can be with what I'm given. Um, and I am like, I don't know, just just acknowledging how awesome it is to get to say, oh, today I want to sit in my room and play my guitar. Like, mm-hmm. I, I feel so grateful for that. And I think for a long time, I was really confused about what I wanted out of the future because I... I just have a lot of different interests and I really like um, I really like being alone and I like people too obviously but I just I like having space and I I just didn't know exactly what I what I really wanted or what I wanted to work towards or 
any of that and now I I feel like I'm so content with what I have and what I'm able to do that all I am going to do now is take advantage of everything that's that's around me and um create as best as I can and um <laughs> I keep saying um and like but, but basically just just everything you get to do everything I get to do from here on out is just a blessing like mm -hmm. everything and I it makes me appreciate music so much more and it makes yeah. me feel so much less like like pressure to be anything I'm not and instead it encourages me to dive into exactly who I am and figure that out and make something that's so so perfectly me and and without any oh I should be like that oh I should do what they're doing oh I should like it's giving me the time to just have peace of mind and to have peace in creation and to have gratitude for for every moment that I'm getting to do something that I love yeah being unapologetic <laughs> Like, I mean, that's such a cliche thing to say, but it's, it's true. I mean, being unapologetic, especially within this time is so important. Like, I think, oh gosh, I mean, before this, like I, I said it earlier, but literally as humans, like it's in our DNA to always want to be somewhere else and want to do things and whatever. And like, if we're not where we want to be a certain time in life, like we feel like we need to be there. And like, that's exactly what I was getting at with what I was saying before is the fact that like, having that realization of the fact that like, no, I'm not supposed to be in my apartment yet or meeting my soulmate yet, or like doing those kind of things humbles me in a way. And like, yeah, like I, I mean that fully. Cause it's like, you know, beforehand, like I always had these things that I wanted to get to and want. And I honestly think it has benefited my art as well. Cause it's like what I'm producing at this point in my life in October of 2020 as a 21 year old, like is the most true to myself that I think I've like anything I've ever released before. And that even goes with who I am. Like literally was having this conversation with my friend last night about how, like when I wake up in the morning and I, I walk over to my mirror and I get dressed, like what I'm wearing and like how I'm holding myself and, and the way that I go through about my day, like is the most me that I've ever felt in my entire life. Um, and obviously like with anybody, like, I don't ever want to stop growing. Like I always am going to find aspects of myself and things that I want to do and, and grow in and fix and whatever. But it's so nice to go to bed at night and know that like this person that is in this bed sleeping is a person that I've wanted to be for so long. And mm -hmm. it's so nice. Like I, I told my friend Sydney, but I was like, the person that I am right now is I think who my 13 or 14 year old self wanted to be. And maybe I didn't realize it at the time, but for me that it ranged true. And I kind of reflect on that now, but it's, it's so important. And it's like, it's like I said before about being present, but it, it genuinely has, like, I feel like my, my time that I spend with people and even my alone time and the conversations that I have with people are also so much more meaningful nowadays. Um, or at least I try to have them be. Um, but yeah, I think it's like, I mean, it's so interesting on my part and a big reason why I've loved doing this podcast thing is to hear people's experiences 
going through this time because we all have experienced it completely different than our peers, Mm -hmm. Um, especially with where we live. Like, you know, I'm by the city, like you were in Nashville, like Sarah was in LA, like all these different people are literally like, I look at when, when quarantine started and how dispersed all of my friends and I were at that point when we literally used to be down the street from each other was so crazy. And like being able to catch up with them has been so interesting and eye-opening because we all experienced it and went through our own battles and overcame them in completely different ways. Um, but we're all kind of at this point now, or at least working on it, where we're all kind of getting to that same point of acceptance and stuff, but again, in, in different ways and in different, um, at different times. Um, so yeah, I mean, that makes me so happy that you've come to that realization. And also like we were talking about your music earlier, like the fact that you finally started releasing stuff like under, like not that anybody was expecting it, but the fact that you feel comfortable enough now to start releasing stuff under your own name and also are branching out to a genre or a sound that you never have before is so exciting. Um, And it's so cool that you've, you've come to that realization and and been able to play around with that, you know? Cause I mean, even me, like I've, I wouldn't even say accomplished, but like I've definitely experimented with a lot more like work that I might not have before that now feels so at home to me and it's cool Mm. to work within that. So no, that's awesome. Um, Yeah. And so with this new like EP and stuff that you've been working on, that's all stuff that came to you like over quarantine or you had thought about like releasing it beforehand. It's all stuff that I um, have written since August and made since That's August. That's so fun. So it's yeah. all pretty new and um, exactly along with what you were saying, it's it's weird to feel so at home in something that a few months ago would have been so alien to me. Like mm-hmm. the music I'm making, it's one of the, it's the first time I can hear my musical influence is really strong in my music. Um, like, it just... It just really does not sound like anything that I used to make, but it sounds exactly like what I would listen to or music that I would love to listen to. It's something I... I just, like... I don't know, like, it's... Really, I haven't actually sat down and thought about how me a few months ago would react to what I'm making. And it's just, it feels really out of the box compared to what I've made in the past and what I've allowed myself to make. And I, um, yeah, I've just hurtled over a lot of fears and I, I'm really proud of it. And it's the first time I've made music that I, I am comfortable, like, I like I'll play it for my friends and I'll sit there and I'm like having a good time listening to it. It's not like, oh, like this is um like really like I think sometimes I would make songs that were like really personal, which is good. Mm-hmm. But um when I played them for other people, I realized it didn't communicate what it was supposed to communicate. Mm-hmm. And now I'm making things that still have all the meaning that I've always had, but have all the fun of like what I love about music. It's It seems less like, um, it's just there's more in it. There's more influences and 
more emotions because I always strayed away from I always stayed in the same emotional range it was always like kind of sad kind of bluesy and now these are just some of them are like really sweet like the lyrics are really nice and Mm -hmm. that's new for me too which is funny so yeah I'm, I'm really excited about it and um I, I'm really excited to see your project that you've been working on. I feel like the quarantine is just, I think it just gives people space to be away from the pressures and the expectations of their their idea of self or their idea of how other people see them and say, mm-hmm. oh, like, that is that is fabricated. I'm, I can be anything. I can grow yes. anything. I can explore anything. I don't have to just stick to the confines of what I'm used to or what I'm comfortable in. Literally, a hundred percent. Like bouncing off what you said, like I, I truly believe, at least in my point of view, like going through quarantine, like spending so much time with myself for a lot of it, like made me almost focus on what are the aspects about myself and my work that I like and what needs to change. And that was like, and it wasn't even stuff that was, you know, when I say change, it wasn't that I didn't like it about myself, but it was like, I could definitely grow within this. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And that was the biggest thing for me is like, I look at who I was and I was telling my friend this yesterday, like I was looking at who I was back in May or even in August. Like the fact that we're almost to November is so crazy to me. Mm -hmm. Um, But I look at who I was three weeks ago. And that's what's been so great about quarantine is when something comes up in my life, like I'm so much more aware of it and self-aware than I would have been when I was so busy all the time. Like Mm -hmm. I never felt like, I stopped. Like, even though I'm, I'm still busy now, it's like beforehand, like I was going to class, I had places to be, I was doing this, 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 and this. And it's like, now, I don't know, my time is a lot more precious to me. If that makes mm-hmm. sense. Like, it's not, again, like I'm still busy, but I feel like the stuff that I'm putting my time into is more meaningful than I guess it was before. Um, but it's extremely strange being at a point in life where, I mean, I'm a senior this year, like that to me blows my mind. And it's like, you know, everybody was, when I was going back to school, everybody was like, Oh, I'm so sorry. Like how is school? Or like, I'm so sorry you have to go back. But I was, I thought about it and I told my radio manager this, I said, you know, I've had three, luckily I've had three beautiful years in college. Not that they weren't all easy, but like I've had, I've gotten to experience freshman year. I got to experience finding myself in college, I got to experience, you know, finding who I was physically, finding who I was sexually, finding who I was in these kind of ways that I don't think I would have if I would have been dealing with this in quarantine. Mm -hmm. Um, And to be a senior, like I literally told her, I said, due to the fact that I had those years, like, if this is what I'm given my senior year, like, I have to be grateful for it in the sense that I got to experience college for what it was. Um, And if I'm stuck in my room, at least I still have my roommates. I have three people living with me who I love and enjoy and who I would get to wake up to every morning and bring me joy in some sense. And like, I get to be at school still. And it's not the most ideal situation, but it's something. And like being a senior, that means so much. Um, And I'm obviously hoping for the best when it comes to like next semester and graduating. 
but it's, it's strange, you know, like, I mean, I look at it's, it's been a crazy realization in the sense that a lot of what I do right now that pertains to work is so important because it's at a time where like what I'm doing is going to reflect a lot on what happens in the future. Like what's mm-hmm. going to happen after graduation, like what's going to happen with jobs and whatever. And so that's been a awakening too, is that like the choices that I'm making are going to reflect a lot on like after college. Um, but I think that was another big thing that I realized is like throughout the beginning of the year. And like, believe me, some people think I'm absolutely crazy when I say this, but throughout the year, like I started to realize exactly what you were kind of saying before about being so like in tune and in touch with yourself. Like I realized I was like, what do I want? Like, what do I want to do? Like, what do I want to do after graduation? And I came to the realization that like, I've never been out of the country before. Like I've never been able to experience anything outside of the U S and I decided that I was like, I want to move out of the country. I want to move out of the country for a little bit. Um, I'll figure out where I have some friends that live over. And I think that's kind of been one of the things on the front lines of my life lately is putting that together and figuring out how I'm going to get there next year and what's going to happen. And I mean, it's not that it's not scary. I have had plenty of realizations of the fact that when I go sit on that plane, like I'm going to be saying goodbye to everything that's comfortable to me for an infinite amount, like indefinite amount of time. But it was that choice of like putting myself first for one, one of the first times in my life. And I think that's a lot of what quarantine's kind of taught me is like, you know, I still keep in touch with my friends and I still nurture those relationships, but I was really able to focus on myself and like what I wanted out of life and what I wanted myself to look like in my work. And um, yeah, so my plan right now is to move out of the country <laughs> by the end of next year, which is scary, but um, it's something that I'm extremely passionate about and something that I really want to go do. And um, that's another thing that I don't, I don't think I would have been pushed too far to do if I was living my, my, old life, I guess, in in quotations. Um, So yeah, I mean, it's definitely been, it's just been, it's been a a great year. Like I keep thinking about it and I obviously like, I don't know where I would do it. Maybe I'll like make a post about 2020, but um, I think my mantra kind of for this year and how I would end it is the fact that like, yeah, 2020 has been one of the worst, but it's also been one of the best. Mm-hmm. And that's something that I'm lucky enough I can say. Like you were saying before, like when all of this kind of started, like I had a lot of friends of mine that were not in the position that I was in. Like, you know, I luckily had a roof over my head. I had food to eat. I had stuff that I was doing where a lot of my friends or like a few of them were not in the position to have as many freedoms or anything that I had. And it was so it was a humbling experience, but it also kind of makes you realize how grateful for you you are for what you're doing and what you have, like you were saying before. And, um, that's another thing I really realized and I've kind of taken out of this as well. Um, but it kind of loops back into, you know, 2020 has been one of the best because the person that I am right now is, I guess, someone that I always wanted to be, but never had gotten the chance to. And that's what 2020 has kind of made me or had happen is, is forced me to stand in front of the mirror and be like, okay, who is this person? Like, are you happy with this person? Like, what does this person want? You know? Um, When no one else is around you, you have to say, who am I doing all of this for? 
A hundred percent, literally, especially in your case too, like as a, as a musician, I can't like imagine, but um, it's just my life in general. You know what I mean? Like not even art, but like standing mm-hmm. in the mirror and asking yourself, like, who am I doing this for? Like, that's exactly why I'm moving out of the country is because it's like, I love my family and I love my friends. Like, unconditionally like if you have done well for me in life like I will do well for you you know it's like it's a hand in hand kind of thing and but there was that line of like I love you guys but I can't live my life for you you know what I mean Mm -hmm. and I like I don't want that to come across selfish but it's true in the sense of like you know who I am and and what I'm doing is because I want to do it and so like when it came to Cause I, I mean, for most of my life, like, I hate to say it, but like, especially in high school, like I was just manipulated all the time, especially for most of college, like manipulation was not a feeling that I was unfamiliar with. Like I was constantly not even peer pressured, but I was doing stuff for other people and finally having the freedom to be like, you know what? No, I want to do this because I want to do it is a very freeing feeling. So when I had toyed around with the whole moving out of the country, like, yeah, it was because that was a decision that I made entirely by myself. And same goes with the project that I'm releasing. Like that is coming from a place in my heart that like, I had no idea what I would release as a project. And now being so sure of it, like I can imagine that's how it must feel creating an album. You know what I mean? Like finding the title and knowing where it's coming from and being able to figure out that place of creation and everything kind of falls into place. So that's kind of where I'm at right now is I've figured out that point of creation. I have a title for it and everything else is just kind of making sense. Um, and me and Ava kind of talked about it, which kind of opens up another conversation, but you know, that project that I'm going to release probably in like March or April of next year is going to be such a cathartic experience. And you'll understand why cathartic is such an important word when I send it to you, but it's going to be such a cathartic experience because it's almost like I'm closing a chapter. And that's, I think what albums and songwriting and taking photos all kind of does is closing a chapter, but not forgetting it, but having like a time capsule. I, um, I spend a lot of time reading Wikipedia pages about artists and albums and delving into all of that. And recently I was reading about Lord and she was talking about how, um, with albums, you spend so much time filling, filling up, filling up, filling up. And then when you release it, like you release so much with, with it. When, so like, yeah, all this stuff that you're putting into your project, when you release it, it's like you're releasing it from yourself and just letting it be in the world. Mm-hmm. I thought that was really powerful to read about. Yeah. And I think like, that's exactly where I'm coming from with the project that I'm creating. And the reason why I want to release it around the time that I am is because I'll be gearing up for graduation. I'll be gearing up for that new chapter in my life of adulthood and moving out and figuring out a full-time job and doing that kind of stuff. And I feel like with this project, it's going to be that perfect way and a physical way for me to kind of close the chapter of college of my adolescent my 
early, early, early twenties. You know what I mean? Like turning 19 and turning Mm -hmm. 20, like it's closing that chapter of such a formative year in my life. And like how I said before, how I was sitting on the plane and I had this realization of like finally accepting being content with where I am in life is exactly what I mean. And that's something that that right there, as soon as I accepted that in that moment, I started a new chapter. So from here, what I'm creating and what I'm going to release is just the process of me closing that chapter in a physical way. Um, and I'm so, I'm so excited about it. And like, it's such a freeing feeling in a way. Um, and like, yeah, like I'm just, I'm excited. And it's, it's, it's cool to be able to work on a project and, and show vulnerability in that way. Um, and I think that's exactly the the core reason I'm doing it is because, you know, there's some things with this project that I haven't even covered with closest friends of mine. And I think showing that kind of vulnerability of like coming from my head and my space is something that I'm going to love being able to hand my friends the physical copy of everything and have them be able to just like read my mind, you know, mm-hmm. and, and see that kind of stuff. Cause I said before, but I want to release it as like a photo series. And then I want to release uh, another part of it as a, uh, an EP like release. Are um, you going to be making the music? Yes. And no, like <laughs> I don't ever, I don't think I'll ever call myself a musician. Like it's, not my forte, but it's always fascinated me. Mm-hmm. Um, because my whole life, like, I mean, the whole project, like, I just won't give the title away, but like, I'll t- I can tell you about it. Um, like, I'll send you the title privately. Okay. Um, but that was the whole point of the project was catharsis, like coming to that point of release. And like, I thought about the two mediums in my life that give me the most release, and that's music and fo- photography. So that's kind of where it stemmed from. And like, I grew up listening to mainly instrumental and orchestral tracks. So like, I think as much as I love like lyrical music and groovy kind of funky stuff and acoustic ballads, there's a core part of me that like, if I ever was to be a musician or release something, it would just be instrumental and ambient tracks. So that kind of opened up my door into like what I'm going to be releasing on the music side is I'm going to work with my friend, Nick, who is a musician. And I just want to produce like, I think probably six tracks. So Mm -hmm. maybe not even an album, just like an EP, but I want to release like six instrumental tracks. So it kind of gives that balance of like three and three and maybe have three tracks be a little lighter and then three tracks be a little more like, deep and mysterious kind of sounding. Um, And so the photo series is going to be photos that I've already taken or photos that I will take all in black and white. And I want to release it in like a physical like copy of a zine. Mm -hmm. Um, But what's going to differ about the photos is like the stuff that I'm going to be releasing and putting in this book. You know, I carry around a journal with me everywhere, like this little pocket journal and I write my thoughts in it, not maybe entries, but I, I, I write little thoughts. Um, and so I had this idea of scanning those pages onto Photoshop and almost cutting them out to look like I ripped out the pages and pasting them on 
the photographs. So it's not only showing work that really came from a part of me, but also showing parts of my mind and like vulnerability in that sense of people being able to see, but also read my head. Mm -hmm. Um, But like the whole project, like the whole point of it was, um, I'm going to go into, (laughs) sorry, real quick. I'm going to go into my notes because that was like my whole thing about it. Um, was I like sat down and I had wrote this the other day. Um, but again, like I'll, I'll send you the title, but the whole point behind it was I said like about a month ago when I flew down to Texas, um, you know, I was bombarded with that feeling of realizing I was leaving home and upon arriving in Texas, like I saw my family, but they more so felt like fleeting faces on like a Facebook wall. Um, and I said it was hard leaving because I came to the realization that every time I leave home, it reminds me how much I don't want to return. And I was sitting on this plane knowing I was headed home to my family and friends, but nowhere felt more intimidating than the place I had been for 21 years. Mm -hmm. And so I typed and I said, I was crying sitting at my window seat at 7.58 AM and realized that crying is cathartic or maybe just a reoccurring pain. Whatever it is in that moment, I accepted the things I yearn for, want, and will achieve will happen to me in time when they are supposed to. I will find the puzzle pieces one day, but for now I have to sift through the pieces I already have to create the bigger picture. Where I am, who I'm with, what I'm doing is where I'm supposed to be, who I'm supposed to be with and what I'm supposed to be doing. And that pure thought and acceptance is something I never thought I could do in my life. Um, And so I, I backed that and I said, my whole life, I always wanted to be somewhere else with somebody else doing something else. I mean, why do you think I had a headphone in for 20 years of my life to escape the reality I was in because I couldn't accept the things that I wanted took time. Um, and I just said, I've learned to live in the moment and never have felt more present in my life. Um, what I'm doing and who I'm with. Um, and I, I defined the process of catharsis as, is releasing, uh, thereby providing relief from strong repressed emotions. Um, and, and the releasing of those emotions that I had kept in for so long to give way for a new chapter in my life and the new Maddie, who is more solid, who's more grown wise and the most herself that she's ever felt in her life. Um, so I just basically said with this project, I'll be creating a music piece and photography series, the two things that give me the most catharsis in my life and, you know, a piece for people to hear and also see and to digest in two different ways. Um, and like I explained to you, like what I'm going to do, but yeah. And that's kind of like where that project entirely came from and, I I never thought I was going to release something, but it's like, I don't feel more sure than I don't, I've ever have with this, you know? Um, Really exciting. Yeah. So I, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm super, super excited about it and um, excited to start working on it and stuff. But I mean, with you and your, and your EP that you want to release, um, because you said you had been writing like a lot of it since August. So that EP like is the theme of that, not even theme, but like where that came from. Is that a lot of like what you've been talking to me about this whole time? Yeah, I, um, it's been really freeing and really exciting to make. I, um, I've tried out different things for them. Um, so I've worked on putting the chords and stuff I wrote a lot of it on a um a software that's that lets you score music and then I've taken the data from that and put it into 
Ableton and and change the the sounds. And I also have been um, sampling instruments from Splice, um, which is like a subscription based thing. You pay seven dollars a month, and you can get a hundred samples from it that are royalty free and you can use in your songs oh that's amazing that's allowed so much musical freedom i didn't even know that i i would love i i've been interested in producing but i've never dove into it and and recently i totally have been using that to figure out what kind of drum sounds i like and figure out what um all of that and so like for a lot of them i I wrote the chords and then for for one of them specifically I took a piano part from um from Splice and I I pitched it so it's a different key that it was originally in and I cut it up and like rearranged the chords so it's it was something kind of new and um I've had a hard time feeling comfortable in music and feeling comfortable with collaborating with people and at the beginning of this project, the pieces were, or just throughout it, like I've started making the pieces on my own. And then I went down to Nashville recently and was working with my friend Sean for mixing and mastering and two of his roommates, one of them plays the bass and one of them plays the drums. And um, the drummer, her name's Courtney. And she was like, anytime you want drums on, on a piece, just let me know. And they obviously, because I'm going there to mix and master and they all live there, they had drums, they had basses. So I came back, I was like, I'm so down for that. And we just listened through my songs and figured out what we thought would sound good. And um, and then I came back later that week and we recorded some live bass on them and live drums. And that was it, it's just been really freeing and really exciting to combine these elements of me being in control and me laying out my vision and um, and having other people come in and do everything I can't. Like I've I finally feel like I've, I have enough control to say um, like this is what I can do and this is what I want and you can do that and I can't. So the collaboration feels very productive and mm-hmm. I it's just been really like the whole process has been such a learning experience for me and has opened so much of my like it's just made me want to learn so much more like spending so much time sitting with Sean and and watching him mix and saying what I like and I don't like um has just completely changed the way I want to go about making music or at least for parts of it because I think for a long time I just was doing exactly like what I've been talking about I was doing what I knew how to do and I wasn't letting myself grow and this just felt like um I had been on on some a plateau for a really long time and this was just like something completely different and something energizing and encouraging and um like it's something I can really see through to the end and I've I'm already um some of the tracks I've made it's I just never pictured myself making something like it that's so complete and it's it's been really good for me because I I had a time like during the year when I was seeing so I go to Berkeley and there's obviously a lot of people 
making all different kinds of music there. And I was seeing a lot of these girls making um, really well, really well done and well produced pop songs mm-hmm. that I just like blew me away that that they had the drive and the and the ability to just say oh yeah I wrote this song I contacted I contacted producers we worked on the song and here's like a fully finished product that sounds amazing and I I've I've learned a lot in the past few years of being there and I I love I love writing with just guitar and voice and I will never not love that but there's something really amazing about living in a time where it's not the 50s anymore and you don't just put a mic in the middle of the room and record all the instruments you can you can take the time to make it a song that's really fun for the listener because as I as a listener I love um I love diving into songs and I love all different kinds of music and I um I just never I never realized you can see something that you love and you can say, "Oh, I I can do that too." Like, what? I love I love like um I don't know, just like I love really funky music and I love cool drums. I love weird I like audio samples and things and I I kind of explored that before, but I never um I never went out seeking seeking help or advice in this way before mm-hmm. and I feel like I've turned into a complete student of of all things music like I feel like I am surrounded by gurus the world is full of <laughs> music gurus to me and I'm just learning all these things about um creating something that is really fun and is really dynamic and isn't um just a just a recreation of the work you've made before i recently found out who Caliucci was from my friend angela mm-hmm. and i one after i found out who she was <laughs> my brain exploded because i'm like i just feel like i seem like a person who would be obsessed with her yeah <laughs> So finding her has been cool because I'm like, wow, like, yeah, I could see why someone would think I'm a fan of her because now that I know she exists, I totally am. Mm -hmm. And um, she recently did an interview with Rico Nasty where she was talking about how she's putting out an album that's fully in Spanish. And she was saying she could make a million of the same song and she knows that people would eat it up. But as an artist, it's... um, it's part of your art, like your artistic journey to try things you've never tried. And I also watched, like, if you've seen the video of, of Pharrell discovering Maggie Rogers. Oh my gosh, uh, yeah. Which is a, a moving video, but he also talks about in it, he, he says to her that it's, um, you have to go on a journey to find your sound. It doesn't just happen. It takes hard work and trial and error and and Pharrell's a person who has has done so many different things mm-hmm. and tried so many different like he does producing and and sing like he just he does all these things and he was talking about how he he put out things that sometimes weren't like he didn't love but when you when you let yourself fall on your face trying to do something new that you love 
you're eventually going to stumble upon something that you're really proud of that you would have never ever been able to create without without trying like mm-hmm. you can't you can't um you can't do anything without falling on your face a few times yeah absolutely I, I love that and I love that you came to that realization and that's like that's such a pure place to come from when you're figuring out your art you know what I mean like that's something a lot of people can't admit you know because they want like I mean we live in a world that is entirely consumption (laughs) like Mm -hmm. I study that every day like being a common media student like I have media classes like I have to do like investigative journalism all that kind of stuff and it's fascinating but like you really realize that like the world that we live in is instant gratification and it's Mm -hmm. it's to who's famous on TikTok and the dances and the music and whatever. And it's like, what's the girl next to me doing that's working? Exactly. Like what dance is doing, like what's happening now. And like all these kind of songs that are too overplayed on the radio. And it's like, of course, like, I mean, I'm not even a musician and like, I know what people want to hear. We live in that world. You know what I mean? Like we live in that world of knowing what would give someone instant gratification. And yeah, you could definitely go into the studio right now and create like a top 40 pop song that could skyrocket your career but instead like I appreciate you and my friends who are coming from a place of like no like I'm sure I could do this and I could produce this content that would get eaten up but I'm doing this because it's what I want to do and it comes from more of a personal place of, of mine and like that's something that a lot of people can't do and a lot of people can't say and like I'm so like, I'm proud that you've, you've come to that place in your life. And like, that sounds so odd to say, but it's true. It's like, you know, I'm, I'm proud of you for, you know, being Francis Baker now and like releasing stuff under your name and, and releasing a sound that you're more proud of. And like something that really stuck out to me as you were talking earlier is you're starting to make stuff that you would listen to. Mm-hmm. And that's so interesting because it's the same thing with like the stuff that I'm producing is, is the stuff that I used to scroll through my timeline and find and be like, oh, that's so interesting. And now like, I know the technicalities of like how to create those things. Um, and producing it feels so much better than like where my Instagram used to be like a year ago. You know what I mean? Like where my work used to be. And I use Instagram just cause like, that's my portfolio. So it's like, I look back at, at stuff when I was shooting digital back in the day and stuff like that. And even with music, like being able to kind of work on these tracks with Nick, it's so interesting to kind of hear my thoughts in a different form. And that is so trippy and it's so interesting. Um, so yeah, I'm just, I'm so, I'm happy that you've come to that realization and I'm, I'm so proud that you've, been able at such a young age to like I'm I'm obviously like we're practically the same age but it's like we sometimes don't give ourselves enough credit that we are the ages that we are and we're as in tune with ourselves as we are <laughs> um that was something that my friend Sydney who's turning 24 like she told me she was like like we don't realize it but there's a lot of people who are not there mentally or like don't get it and they like aren't in tune with themselves and don't put themselves first and fall into a trend and it's just like I think it's I think it's so, so hard to admit that that you, you're you not there yet. Because that yeah. was when everything changed for me so radically. It was when I said, um, when I could actually just accept, like, 
there's so much to learn and there's so much to change and there's so much to so much growing left to do I think when you think you've done all the growing and you don't need to look inward and you don't need to do that that's kind of where you get stopped up my dad always says like was it my dad (laughs) my dad (laughs) talking about how every single day he wakes up and he wants to learn something new because if he knows everything what's the point and it's it's like that's that's what's exciting like I also saw a post that my friend put on her story that was saying um about kind of being where you are you don't need to focus on all of all of the things you want to change about yourself because then you don't get to embrace the things about you that are there right now that are divine and beautiful and pure and I think there's just so many layers to that like figuring out what you want and figuring out how to make something that's really beautiful and really from a raw place instead of one that's from a place of like who do I need to be? Who do I need to be for the people around me? Who who do I need to be to stay relevant or to look like this or to do that? Because also back to Kaliuchi, she said, um, like, what's the point of becoming famous overnight? Like, I don't want that. That's not timeless. And that's another mm-hmm. thing I think we forget that um, the ability to create something that comes from a place of honesty is not going to connect with people because it's a trend. It's going to connect with people because it connects with people. And that is, that's timeless. And that's not confined to being in one area, you know? Yeah. I mean, literally like the, my favorite projects, whether they're albums or, I mean, I'll, I'll say music, but my favorite albums and my favorite artists are people that I can connect to on a personal level. Like, you know, I look at my favorite albums this year and it's like, I say that they're my favorite albums because I've been able to kind of connect with them on, on some level of, of like having a silent, like I, I told Ava this too, but it's, that's the art. And the thing that I find so fascinating about musicians is like having, being able to have a conversation with somebody that you may never meet, that you may never cross paths with in this, in this life, but you are having a simultaneous conversation with them that is reaching them on some level. And like, I look at Phoebe Bridger's album connected with me in so many ways. And it's like, I may never meet that woman in my life, but you helped define my 21st year of life mm-hmm. and helped kind of be a journal for me that I didn't write, you know? And yeah. And like, I love what your dad said. And like, I'll kind of close with this cause we're kind of like, we're getting to our time limit. But um, one thing I loved is like, Matthew McConaughey when he won his Oscar like he had a speech and something that he said in his speech was like someone came up to him once and said like who was your hero and he was like oh I don't know ask me in five years and he got asked again he was like who is your hero and he was like oh ask me again in 10 years and he kind of came to this realization that his hero was himself every time these years surpassed because he was working towards being a better human being each time and who he was when he like I look at it now, like my hero right now is me when I'm 25 and me when I'm 30 and me when I'm these ages, because I never want to stop growing. I never want to stop being, like I said before, like the words of Michelle Obama, you're always (laughs) coming. Literally. And it's like I said before, like me being when I was 14, like I am who my 14 year old self wanted to be. Like 
I want to be who my 30 year self, your 30 year old self is. You know what I mean? Like I know my drive. I know my passion. I know how hard I want to work for the things that I want. And like, I think of where I want to be in 10 years and like that person is who I want to be. You know, I don't want to be anybody else. And so like, I love that your dad said that. That's awesome. But yeah, but I know I, I appreciate taking the time. Like this is such, I, this is why I love doing this is because it's these conversations leave like I end these conversations feeling so much better. <laughs> like in a way, like I, I've, every time I've talked to somebody so far, like it's just been nice. It's been nice being able to have a conversation that you normally wouldn't on the normal day. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, like I, I appreciate you coming on and, and talking and taking the time out of your day to, to be a part of this. I appreciate you having me. It's been lovely to get to talk to you. (laughs) 